0: Alright, so now that you're not grouchy anymore because you watched our first podcast or you listened to our first podcast and so you don't criticize or complain as much and you're working on that maybe, but you're still like, I'm still having trouble making friends. There has to be a step two. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Step two of making friends or building better relationships. Welcome to SYA Adulting. My name is Obi. I'm the pastor over the young adults at First Baptist Fallon, and we are a ministry for adult faith and adult life for young adults. So if you are a single adult, if you're um, if you're dating someone, or even if you're engaged, we're a ministry for you. And so hope you'll check us out. Um, but this week, trying to talk about something very relevant. Um, so last week we talked about. Uh, if you're having trouble making friends or building good relationships, if you feel like people just won't invest in you, um, then see if it, you know, it's it's that old adage, it's not you, it's me. And that's not to say to tear yourself down, but to evaluate yourself, reflect on yourself. And the first thing we talked about evaluating is do I criticize? Am I just hard on people, right? Do I criticize people all the time? Is the first thing when I talk to someone or after a conversation Do I just start thinking of negative things about them? Do I talk bad about them? Do I talk negative to them? And then do I complain? So criticize or complain. And complaining a lot of times happens in our circumstances that uh, just we find the wrong in every situation. Everything's always stacked against us. And so what that can breed, everybody has, has times where they're gonna be negative. Everybody has times where they're down. But does that become your personality? Have you let that become your personality? That's what I want you to ask from last week. And so that's what we talked about, and, um, and hopefully you're working on that. I'm gonna keep working on it for me as well. Um, but as a preacher, I've had people come to me and just ask about friends, or just maybe they won't say, why don't I have friends, but they'll just relay to me that I'm having trouble, or I don't have any friends, and, and a lot of times they wonder why, and, and sometimes there's a lot of different variables, but other times it's kinda easy to diagnose why a person um, doesn't have friends. And so what we're doing is we're going through this book, it's called How to Win Friends and Influence People. I'm just sharing some of the principles that I pulled from that book um, when I read it recently, principles that I think are really helpful. Uh, But I also have my Bible here, and that's because as a Christian, while I can read other books that are helpful and practical and things like that, as a Christian, my entire worldview and every every decision I make, every action I take is filtered through Scripture. It's it's my guide. It's my roadmap. It's the authority over my life. And so that's what we're doing is we're taking some practical steps from a book like How to Win Friends and Influence People to answer a question about why don't I make friends or why do I have difficulty having strong relationships. But we're filtering that through a biblical lens, and seeing are there some biblical insights that can speak to our lives that will help our relationships, but also help us honor Christ more. So today we're gonna I'm gonna ask two questions that I want you to think uh, about for yourself, but also may maybe if you're if you're in our ministry and you came to talk to me and you were having a difficulty with relationships, whether dating, whether family, whether um, just best friends or friends, um, these are questions you may come to me and ask. And you may not say it this way, but we'll see. So the first one is, if I can't be negative, then what can I be, right? That may be an internal one. Um, and really what you're saying is, what do I need to be? So if I'm having trouble making friends, and okay, I hear that you say I, I'm not supposed to be negative. I criticize too much. I complain too much. I've built this aura of negativity around me, and that's really turned people off. Okay, I'm going to work on that. But what's something else I can do? Like, What are some positive steps I can take to make friends? And so that's where we're going to get to the first thought. Um, If if you're watching this on YouTube, you can maybe pull up your Bible in Ephesians 4, but if you're listening on the podcast, um, Ephesians 4 verses 29 through 32 just a really awesome passage. So verse 29 says, no foul language should come from your mouth. Now, when we hear foul language, the first thing we think of is cuss words, right? Well, if you were to take an older translation, listen, look at the King James or something, they say, let no corrupt communication, right? So corrupt communication, if I just said that to you, that your communication is corrupt, curse words wouldn't be the first thing that pops in your mind. Now don't cuss either. Hey, that, that's a good, good biblical principle. But when we think about corrupt communication, really we're thinking about all sorts of things that could be wrong with what I say. Some of those could be the negativity that we've talked about, the criticizing, the complaining. Um, it could be I, I manipulate, I I, um, I, I, I lie. Um, there's lots of different things that this could be. It says no foul language should come from your mouth. So that's first step in this passage, first truth that I see in this passage is when you speak, are there things that come from your mouth often? Maybe you're just condescending to people, right? If you just go to people and um, you, you can't w- figure out why, why do I always butt heads with this person? Well, have you checked your language? Have you checked to see how you speak to that person? Do, the, do you speak to them with respect or disrespect? Um, do you, uh, are you kind to them or are you rude to them? Uh, there's a lot of different things that we could do to turn people off with the the things that we say. And so this says, let no foul language, no corrupt communication should come from your mouth. But it doesn't stop there because I want to move beyond the negative today. I want to move to what are some positive things that I could do. So this says, but only what is good for building up someone in need so that it gives grace to those who hear. Now, I want you to make this assessment. If you're out there, you're watching this and... Um, maybe you have no trouble making friends. Maybe you do, but maybe you're just wondering, how can I make my relationship stronger? What about with coworkers? What about with people in your college courses? Um, even professors, people in your life, how can you build up those relationships? This says the things that come from my mouth should not be things that are negative, things that tear people down, things that are um, perverse, things that are dishonest, but instead, they should build people up. I want you to think about that for yourself. Do you intentionally build people up with your words? W- when's the last time that you started a day and you thought about who you were going to see that day and you said, whoever I'm going to see, I'm going to make it a point to build them up, to lift their spirits, right? We so often are fixed on us and I want people to lift my spirits, right? When, when we talk about this topic, why don't I have friends? It's an I statement. Why don't I have friends? I need Why won't people help me? Why won't people be kind to me? Why won't people lift me up? And so that's how we begin this whole conversation, and we never think about them. Let no foul language come from your mouth, but only what is good for building up someone in need. Do you take an intentional approach for building people up? And it says so that it gives grace to those who hear. When you speak, do people feel like they've been touched with grace? Do they feel like there is a generous spirit, uh, and really, if we're going to get truly biblical, is it is it a God-centered spirit? Is it a gospel-centered uh, approach that you take to talking with people? Is that what is that what your life is centered around? So then I, I go down to verse thirty-one. It says, "Let all bitterness, anger, and wrath." Shouting and slander be removed from you. So that's kind of that negative side we were talking about, the criticizing, the complaining. It says, let those things be removed from you, along with all malice. Verse 32 then says, and be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another, just as God also forgave you in Christ. So hear that. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another, just as God also forgave you. Now you may be saying that, well, these are so simple, I don't need to hear this. Yes, we do, right? When we're thinking about our relationships with people, I can know certain things, but that doesn't mean I do them. And what this is a call to is intentional living for here, for kindness, for compassion, for building people up. You may know that you're supposed to do these things, but do you do them? And so that's what today is. The first point here is a call to build people up. I want you to think about this. Dale Carnegie, this guy who wrote this book, which is filled with all sorts of simple truth, but he sold millions of copies and there's a reason why it's because we don't do these simple truths. And he said this, do you ever stop to think that a dog is the only animal that doesn't have to work for a living? So you could think of cows, right? They give milk and chickens, they lay eggs and things. That's how they earn their living. A dog is the only animal that doesn't have to work for a living. A dog makes his living by giving you nothing but love. Think about that. When you walk into a room, if you're a dog person, walk into a room and your dog's there and he's greeting you at the end of the day of a long work day, you come home and a dog runs in the room and and it's just wagging its tail, happy to see you, excited, just wants your attention, right? That's the only thing required for your dog to get room and board. When when you think, should I keep my dog or not? You're not thinking, well, you know, it did a lot of chores for me or... (laughs) It laid an egg or gave me milk. That's not what you're thinking. You're thinking that dog loves me. When I came home, it greeted me. It was just happy to see me. Have you ever thought about the impact that your attitude, when you meet people, it can have on other people? If you walk into a room and there's a bunch of people that just seem depressed or negative, or every time, think about that person, every time you see that person, you know who they are. They just kind of bring you down or their personality is just kind of grating on you. When we're talking about how do I make friends? Why don't I make friends? What can I do to have a stronger relationship? Greet people like a dog, right? Not a, not a vicious guard dog, but one that is excited to see other people. I'll tell you this story real quick. Um, in high school, I played basketball in high school and uh, you know I was, I was okay. Um, I, during the school year, I would do probably about average, maybe sometimes a little below average, but then we'd play in summer leagues, and during the summer leagues, I would just do really well. I had really high-scoring games and things like that, and I knew I knew exactly why. During the summer, I had this coach, a guy named Coach Spickard, um, and some of my people from Bavir, Missouri and let him know I gave him a shout-out. He knows I love him. Um, but he just flat believed in me. When I was younger, I struggled a lot with uh, self-confidence, things like that, and I just needed encouragement. And this coach, every summer when I played for his team, he just constantly build me up, uh, built me up. To this day, if I see him, he'll tell me something like, I'm your biggest fan, or I believe in you. I mean, you just can't, <laughs> he's just a sincere guy. He just can't help but when someone believes in you in that way, you can't help but be touched by that. You can't help but be affected by that. Um, he just gets the best out of me, got the best out of me, because he let me know he believed in me. So here's the first point. If, if you ask, what do I need to be? What do I need to be so that I can make friends? I think Ephesians 4, verse 29 through 32 gives us a good roadmap. Build people up. Encourage, offer compliments, give appreciation. So that's the first thing I want you to assess, right? We already talked about don't criticize, don't complain. But the second part is do you take it upon yourself to build other people up? I want you to think about who you are going to see tomorrow at work, at school, Um, wherever you're going to be, do you take it upon yourself to build other people up around you, to offer them compliments, to give appreciation, to say kind things, to be happy to see them? What would you feel like if you walked into that room that I described earlier and everybody's just negative? You're going to feel down. But if you walk into a room and they're like, oh, hey, oh, good to see you. Like you feel welcomed. Do you do that? Right? We want everybody else to do that for us. But do you do that? When I say it's not you, it's me. That's me saying I need to assess myself. Do you do that? Do you take it upon yourself to build other people up? So then I'm going to go to question two. So the first one was, what do I need to be? Well, you need to build people up. You need to encourage, offer compliments, give appreciation. But question two is, are you suggesting that I just flatter people? Do I fake it? right. So have you ever been around a person like that, that they're so sweet, it's sickening <laughs> that it just kind of gives you a stomach ache. And you're like, oh, that, you know, that just, it's unnatural. So, am I suggesting that you just flatter people? Do you just want to be a brown noser? That you're just going to go around and, uh, oh, hey, nice hair. And then behind their back, oh, that hair was terrible. I can't believe they did their hair like that or whatever. You get my point. Of course, I'm not suggesting that. I want to give you a few Bible verses. So, First Peter 4 8 says, above all, maintain constant love for one another, since love covers a multitude of sins. Romans 12.10 says, be devoted to one another and brotherly love. Give preference to one another. And then Philippians 2.4 says, everyone should look not to his own interests, but rather to the interest of others. So here's what I want you to hear from that. And I had a whole long list. I had like 20 verses. And I'm like, oh, this is only supposed to be like a 10 to 20 minute podcast. I better cut some of these out. The Bible is filled with commands that tell you to care for people. That tell you to love people. Right? So if if your second question is, are you suggesting that I flatter people? Are you suggesting that I fake it? If that's where your mind kind of went, was to just pretending, then I suggest that you may have a love problem, right? When we're trying to talk about making friends, and I say, don't be negative, build other people up, but we also have to be sincere about it, which means we actually have to care about people. So on this topic, Dale Carnegie, he said this, the difference between appreciation and flattery, that is simple. One is sincere and the other insincere. One comes from the heart out The other from the teeth out. One is unselfish, the other selfish. One is universally admired, the other universally condemned. So like I said about Coach Spickard, to to this day, he will say to me, I'm your biggest fan. He actually cares about me, right? And I had other good coaches too, so I'm not trying to put them down. But he went above and beyond to let me know what he thought about me. So point number two is this, be genuinely interested in other people, right? If, if I'm, if I'm wanting to make friends, if I'm wanting to, and maybe we can move beyond this friendship thing. I want you to have friends. If you're struggling out there and you're like, I just feel alone, I want you to have friends, but I, I really want you to have healthy relationships and healthy relationships are not all about you. I don't know if you knew that if I'm in a relationship and it's all about me, then I am being what is called Selfish. Right? So if I want to make friends, if I want to have these strong relationships, then yeah, I don't need to criticize. I don't, I don't want to be negative. I don't want to complain all the time. I don't want to have this negative persona, but I do want to build people up. I want to go the opposite of that negativity. And I want to lift people up. I want to encourage, I want to offer compliments. I want to give appreciation. I want to intentionally do that. I want to think about the people who are around me at all different times that I'm going to see throughout the day. And I want to observe their good qualities. I'm not just making something up. I'm not saying that if someone comes in and they had had a butchered hairdo to say, oh, nice hairdo. I'm not saying be a liar. Don't don't fool people. Don't be fake. Don't be a fraud. Don't be insincere. I'm saying actually care about them. Take the time to get to know someone. If you want a friend, then be a friend. If you want people to care about you, then care about them. If you want people to invest in your life, then invest in their life. Take the time to get to know people. Genuinely be interested in them. And if you're genuinely interested in them, observe the things they're good at. Observe the things that God gave them the ability to do well and point that out in appreciation. Do you do that? If you struggle to make friends, if you struggle to have healthy relationships, then ask yourself those questions. Are you usually negative with other people? Or if you were to try to be nice to them, would it feel fake? Would it come off as artificial, insincere? Then to make friends, to have good relationships, to honor God, to represent Him with integrity, don't criticize or complain, don't be a negative person, and then two, be genuinely interested other people and when you are interested in them offer them some sincere encouragement compliments just appreciate them and let them know Dale Carnegie said this you can make more friends in two months by becoming interested in other people than you can in two years by trying to get other people interested in you maybe that's been your difficulty all right maybe you've been negative But maybe you've just wanted other people to be interested in you, and you haven't taken a second to be interested in them. I think it is a biblical mandate from these verses we read to love other people, to care about other people, to observe their good qualities that the God of all creation gave to them, that He bestowed upon them take some time to appreciate other people. We're going to continue this subject next Tuesday with a third principle about how to have these strong relationships. I'm calling it how to, how to have friends, but really I want you to have strong, healthy relationships. And so share this with people. If you are a young adult in the area, share this to your friends. There are some principles here that could help them have those healthy relationships. If, uh, if you know someone who is dating, single, engaged, then I just want to invite you to our ministry. Our SYA ministry has just so many amazing young people that I'd love to introduce you to. So love for you to come out sometime, and uh, I'll see you next Tuesday.